You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live This Week, featuring news and commentary on This Week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I am your host, Dario Kristen, and joining me today is DJ Jesse J. What up? Our very special guest host is the beautiful and talented Aaliyah Cruz. How you doing, Aaliyah? I'm wonderful. It's Jay been a while. Like it. I know. Aaliyah is an original Black Hollywood Liver right here. An original. That's yeah, right. That's We're glad to have her back. Right Courtney's was wondering who my baby mama was. Is Aaliyah. Did. All of our baby mamas is, is Aaliyah. Oh. Courtney <laughs> is vigilantly at work in yes. New York City. Yes. Courtney is not here today. Uh, she's at work, as Aaliyah said, and she's doing big things, but she'll be back hopefully next week, maybe. If not. We'll go with Aaliyah again. So, no, just kidding, Courtney. All right, so um, today's show includes a variety of different topics, including a 16-year-old genius is going to college. Singer Angie Stone was arrested for beating down her daughter. What? That's a crazy story. And protests erupt in Wisconsin after a shooting on an unarmed 19-year-old black man. But we're going to talk about many things, including those topics. But first, I want to read the buzzmeter question from last week's show, which was, do you believe being gay is a choice? We had a heavy discussion about it. A lot of you guys had input on it as well uh, when you were tweeting us and and also uh, putting some messages on YouTube. But you guys voted, and here's what you said. 20% of you said yes. 80% of you said no. Holla. That's that 80-20% rule. That's right. What do you think about that, Aaliyah? I think that's not bad. Really? You think 80%? You thought... You thought I thought it was going to be actually. I think that this is so controversial. Ooh, I'm going to get myself in trouble. I think that 80% of people who say they're gay were born gay. The other twenty percent of people who claim to be gay, I don't know, I don't know. But for the majority, yes, I don't think it's a. So there you go. I mean, you're basically so you so you basically voted with what that most people most are people naturally think gay. Yes, but I there believe is so. a percentage that chooses. There is definitely yeah. a percentage that chooses. There's a few people who definitely, I think, they pick that lane. And there's that some was people the lane who need made. to choose. Right. <laughs> Make a decision. A confused. Okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. No, I'm not. I just say I'm just kidding when I don't want to get in trouble. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Me too. Oh, yeah. I love, God bless them. <laughs> well, today's buzzer your question is, do you believe in spanking your child? That's sure a serious one, too. I, listen, I grew up in a black ask. household. I got beat, you know, and I turned Stop out all right. I in a black household, bitch. I did not grow up in a black house, and I got my ass whooped by whatever that was in the vicinity. But see, I grew up in a white household, and I needed my ass beat, and my parents would never punish me. So it can go both ways. Mm-hmm. I know that what I needed was a woman. I didn't get it. See what happened to me? See, I, yeah. See, I guess Greeks are very different than... They're still ethnic. Yeah, They're very ethnic. That's what it is. Because my, my, my grandma would shake that jaw, i be like... <laughs> Oh, right. When I heard, when I used to have to pick out the switches. Why are we even talking about child abuse, though? Do you guys, have you guys got into this story? We're we'll, good. We'll, no, we'll, we'll, no, we'll we, so you guys vote. We'll it's get into that next week. We'll, we'll get into that next week. But let us know what you guys think and we'll read those results on next week's show. Hey. All right, we're going to move on to trending topics with DJ Jesse J. Esther Okade. Uh, hopefully that's how you say your name, girl. But <laughs> you're smarter than me, anyways. Well, this little girl right here, she's adorable. This British Nigerian youngster. Well, she uh, is from. 
Walsall, which is UK's West Midland region, and she's 10 years old, and this girl <laughs> is in college. Like, I had to do, like, several pauses. Hold on. Wait a minute. What's going on here? Um, so, she enrolled at Open University, which is a UK-based distance learning college in January. And she's already at the top of her class with, a, with scoring a 100% on her recent exam. Um, some people, you know, she went, She came out to say that she wants to finish the course in two years. She said, then I'm going to do my PhD in financial maths when I'm 13. I want to have my own bank by the time I'm 15 because I like numbers and I like people and banking is a great way to help people. Well, I like that she's not wasting any time. <laughs> she's by the got time a plan. I'm 15, I was like, you know, my life plan by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be set. This has been a couple she's half of my shit. Well, here's my thing, though. Do you really think, even when you're that smart, that you should go to something college that young because there's so many fundamental things that just you learn growing up as a teenager and just just you know just just really becoming who you are as an adult do, do you think that that is something that will will change who she is you of know? course it's going to change who she is but that doesn't mean it's a negative thing yeah you shouldn't be dumbed down to like deal with her people Not be dumbed bored down, so but listen here she was put a lot of people thought that it was her parents that pushed her to kind of do this which is totally false she wanted to do this at seven years old and her mom was like um let's just you know they send her to a private uh, uh school and she would come home every day crying being like they won't let me talk they won't let me participate and she was almost getting dumbed down at a, you know a pretty prestigious public school, which public I mean a private school, which private school versus public school, you're getting a better education. Right. So she already feels at, you know what was that at seven? Like I can't you know be the best me in this program. I need something more elevated. Um, so she then came out to say, I actually wanted to start when I was seven, but my mom was like, you're too young, calm down. And after three years of begging, her mom finally agreed to explore the idea. Hmm. So do I think that, yes, there are certain things in school that I think that, you know, someone like her, or not even someone like her, but people need to go through in life. Yeah. But I've also met people who went through school, didn't learn those basic social... Like social skills and mental skills. I know too, people just, who went to school and college and don't have those social skills. I mean, skills. that's true, too. I, I probably know a couple so of myself. So is that hurting her? No. This is amazing to me that we can, you know, we're promoting this. This is why I wanted to make sure this was definitely one of the topics that we talk about because this is a possibility. This yeah. is reality. This is the truth. This girl's a superhero of... Yeah, I want to know what her IQ is and her parents' IQ. Okay. You know what I mean? Because clearly, I, I feel like a lot of that stuff is genetic, so her parents must have some out-of-control IQs as well, I would think. Well, she's going to work on a, um, a math book, and it's a series of math workbooks called Yummy Yummy Algebra. It starts at a beginner level, that's volume one, and then there will be a volume two, volume three, volume four, she said, but she's only written the first one for First, as long as you can add or subtract, you'll be able to do it. I want to show other children that they are special, too. Love it. Good for her. Hey, I like it. I like the positive image out there, too. So okay. mm-hmm. We always talk about the negative stuff so She's much. She's cute, so too. Nice. She is cute. Um, all right, so moving on from that. So, Black History Month is over, but here at Black Hollywood, we want to keep it going a little bit. Um, so, we had Janine Harper. She was... Uh, uh, 
a mother, and she wanted to find a way to teach her daughter a little bit more about black history. She actually really likes the program that this school is using as far as what they're teaching. I wish they would have went into that a little more because she's very happy with the school and what they're teaching. Um, but she wanted to go a different route and try to make it a little more fun. Um, so as she was online searching the web, uh, <laughs> she came across um, some images of African-American women doing a photo series of famous African-American icons. And so she thought this would be a really great idea to have her daughter dress up as different characters and kind of teach her and play almost like, you know, uh, role-playing these characters. She kept away from most of the violence and stuff like that and kept it kind of PG with the kid, but they they had a lot of fun. They would put every week, they would post a new photo and what they learned about the, you know, uh, the iconic person. Um, what do you guys think? I think that this is really cool. I wish they would do this in school, actually. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I think it's a, a smart way. I mean, it makes it interactive. Uh, and I think the kids probably, because it's fun and interactive for them, they're able to recall a lot of the, the, the facts of the people who they are, you know. So I think it's great. I mean, I, I agree. It should be in schools. It should be, you know, this should be a part of the, the households, you know what I mean? Like, just incorporating this, you know, in, in most households, because I think it's an easier way for kids to remember the facts about that. They have it to is, because the, they're actually yeah. reliving the situation, but they're yeah. just hearing it. You're yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to y'all. Keep on finding new... Where did you find this innovative, picture? This is one of the pictures that she used for of her daughter to okay. put it up there. That's that. cool. It's cool. I um, like it. I dig it, man. Hey. All right. So, on top of that, you know, our sister network, we talk about it every week, After Buzz TV. Whatever your favorite TV show is, as soon as the show is done, head over to AfterBuzzTV.com, and we'll be there talking about your favorite TV shows. Shows like Scandal, Empire, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Whatever your favorite TV show is, as soon as it's done, AfterBuzzTV.com. All right. Thank you, Jesse. We're going to move on to Gossip with Aaliyah Cruz. (laughs) So this week, that we've got the verdict is in for Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams. They are forced or court obligated to pay seven point four million dollars. But that, however, I just read an article as we were walking in here. They plan to contest. So here's the thing: when I heard the song, personally, I thought it was sampled. I totally did think it was sampled, but I mean, isn't the saying like "great artists steal work"? Like, yeah. it's, it's so small, and I think that they didn't actually com- use any of that configuration that, I don't know. But they made money off the song, and guess they what? Neither one of them, like, what songs do they have out right now? Does Pharrell have a song out right now? Pharrell's yeah. always got a song I think out. he does, yeah. but does Robin? I don't think so. No. Keeping him relevant during right now, not that he's not always relevant, but, you know, I, I mean, know. here's the thing. When I first heard the song, and even when I first heard the lawsuit that was going on with with, uh, Marvin Gaye's family, I was like, uh, you know what? I could hear the Marvin Gaye, even the little uh, part where the... the or whatever he does, you know what I mean? That's Marvin Gaye. That's blatantly Marvin yeah. Gaye. And then it the, the, like the, the tagline, I thought sure. I mean, the tag, I thought sure was just a, a, a sample. So then when they were saying it wasn't, I was confused, right? Because I was like, now nah, how are you going to backtrack that one? <laughs> but there's now, only twelve chords, and they can be arranged in certain ways. And like, I technically, mean, it's not. But if the whole world can hear a song and say, "Oh shit, that's Marvin Gaye," right. <laughs> Marvin Gaye's family gets a little now, money, and that's here's what the other they thing: ruled. is that uh, before you guys got here 
earlier today, someone was talking about this, and they pulled up, someone took Pharrell's Happy, and they put it over, I can't remember whose beat it was, to prove that Pharrell um, borrows a lot of ideas. Okay. Um, now, obviously, the beat that I heard it over was nothing like for Happy, but it was kind of like Happy. And so it just kind of is, like we good said, artists good artists create and great artists steal. I mean, but all artists take from someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can go, you know, historically, Prince took from James Brown to Michael Jackson took from... took. Well, from that's like the moonwalk for me is like, okay, so we can sue people for this, you know... Music for this song, but then like Michael Jackson can steal blatantly steal the moonwalk because he did not create that, right? And now it's Michael Jackson's thing. The moonwalk is Michael Jackson, but I guess he's not me, but he is making money off it, he's dead essentially. But I mean, in his life, he's made money off he of, made money off of that, the sure. moonwalk, absolutely. Then you have a movie called Moonwalk or something like that, or a video or something. Um, I mean, okay, and a lot of artists also are starting to complain that they're saying that with this verdict, that it takes away from the artistry. They're saying that like now people now producers and 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 musicians are going to have to be you know restricted to how their creative juices flow because of this situation, and I kind of agree. I mean, it, are we? It's like a twofold with it. It's like I agree that you know we can't be so restrictive on everything, and like if you have a little verse of a song and you change it. Do you have to get sued for every little piece that you use? But on the flip side, if you were somebody who created that yeah. eons ago. You know, you need your money. You know what I mean? Look how many people now we look at commercials and they bring back old school 80s stuff or 90s stuff. Like, look, you know, just raw bass. It takes two. You know what I mean? Times that's been used. And even if Sprint tweaked that a little bit in the video or in the uh, commercial, should raw bass or whoever really wrote that song not get his money? Yeah, he should get his money. Right, like this isn't a mixtape. Well, right. the good news is everybody won money. Like, even if they pay it out, they still profited. Everybody still profited, and T.I. just skated on by because he was the feature. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about some real gossip here. <clears throat> Miss Angie Stone just was arrested Monday for beating her daughter's ass. Now, when we talk about <laughs> child abuse, this does not apply. This woman was 30 years old. Can we just talk about how the daughter, they're making it sound like child abuse? The daughter was 30 years old. <laughs> I do. First That's of no all, <clears throat> why is the mama like allowing the daughter and the children to live with her? Obviously, they've fallen on hard times. I'm not pretending I know what's going on in their situation, but clearly, something's up. Second of all, if she's punching her, well, let's see. Miss Angie Stone reportedly told the officers that her daughter had first punched her in the face. What is which this had, over? This is over her telling her, Angie telling her daughter, look, you need to go to your room, clean up your room, and get your kids together because they're daughter. loud and running around half naked. Oh, all right. Okay. Can't have no naked kids Boop. running around. So, yes. <laughs> your word. And exactly. So, I understand that, but apparently... Uh, her daughter, whose name is Diamond, incidentally, Diamond swatted at her, and so she took the metal power and went. Poof. The what? Metal what? A metal a rod, metal rod yeah. and that's where the teeth are missing. She knocked out I some of her teeth. Okay, yeah. I, no, I saw the, the teeth. Yeah, the teeth were serious. Uh, I couldn't look at that because that was making me effect. Like before I went to bed, I almost had nightmares. Yeah. But she must have really felt in danger. I'm assuming. But the police did not arrest Diamond. They only arrested Miss Stone. She's a weapon. Because she used a weapon. But, I mean, come on. Your kids are the... I mean, go clean up your... I I don't know. Yeah, but, like, listen to this argument. Go clean up your room. Bam! 
I'm sure it was more to it. She, I'm sure it was more to it. I mean, could, sure I, could I forgive my mom if she knocked out my teeth? I don't. I oh, mean, no, I'd be you like. You have to. I mean, it depends on the circumstance. I mean, I, I guess. It would take, me, it take me a minute, though, to get yeah, knocked out my teeth. How much rent do you think that her daughter and those kids I mean, weigh? That's true. I'm that's just true. guessing. I'm but just guessing. Bang my teeth. It has to be more to the story. I understand. There's probably had a history. It's got to be a buildup. You don't just go there. And plus, the fact that she never had any previous child abuse cases. And the woman is 30 years old. She's a woman. Let's call it for what it is. These are two adult women who got into an altercation with each other. Who's right? Who's wrong? I don't know. I don't claim to know. But guess what? She's a grown woman. She's a grown woman. She can do whatever she likes. I just love that she, it was over an argument about cleaning your room at 30. And getting together your naked children. <laughs> get, get, your naked, get them together. Your naked get them babies. together now. Your naked I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> Somebody's wish, on drugs. I'm not going to choose who. I hate to say but it. one of them is on drugs. I wish it was videotaped. I, I can't lie. I know I where she pulled this metal pole from to randomly... Oh, listen now. You know, the poles can That's be pulled true. off of various places. When including it, the wall. Including the wall, yes. Damn. That's vicious, because, I mean, my family, you get hit with something, but they wasn't going for the face. I read they were going for a wooden spoon or a belt. I've never, I'm hit on oh, no, She a, must have really felt endangered. She must have um, felt mad endangered. No, I've been hit with the um, panel to a heater. A radiator? <laughs> no, not a radiator. You know how, like, people have the heaters that go along the bottom of the floors? Yeah. You know how the panel can come off, that yeah. metal panel? That long ass metal panel. I got hit with a with a metal the metal part of the broom and it broke in half. My dad did it to herself. Dad, yeah. I did. Oh yes, I sure did. I got stitches here. But you know what? My dad tried to spank me one time. I've only I have white parents. One time he tried to spank me, chased me around the room, couldn't catch me. And at the end of it, I ended up falling on my dresser, running away, trying to escape him. Ooh. Split my lip open or split my eyebrow open. Six stitches later, I got a My Little Pony. Now that's how it's done. <laughs> and you got all your teeth. I got all my teeth. Well, <laughs> Angie, you know, you got some nice teeth there. Hopefully your daughter can see a nice uh, reconstructive sur- surgery. She could at least, yeah, I take care of the, the veneers. I couldn't pull the mugshot photo. I was just like, I'm not going to do that It looks Angie. crazy. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want to do that to Angie. Because yeah. I knew that they, I didn't want to know what the story was about because I couldn't go to any of the articles because the teeth image really haunts me. I don't know why. Teeth and th- when things happen with teeth and eyes, they really affect no, me. Teeth especially for me, yeah. But I was just like, I know Angie didn't mean to do it because I love Angie. I don't want to think of her as an abusive child. And then Whoops. the picture of her kid. She the kid the, she looked young. Stop saying your kid. Oh, the woman is the grown my ass age. child. The grown ass woman. She's my age. Too. You know, so the picture of my peer yeah. looked yeah, exactly. like a child. The teeth, the tooth picture. I thought it was a little kid because she didn't have teeth. All I want for Christmas is my tooth. Yeah, and she looked a little crazy. So you know, well, I mean, with right. reason. Well, we wish them all the best. All right. Well, thank you, Jesse. Or excuse me, actually, thank you, Aaliyah, because you gave us that story. We're going to move on to hot topics, but first, before that, I want to remind everyone to go to iTunes and give us a rating. We love five stars. You guys have been doing really great with letting us know what you do like uh, for the Black Hollywood Live programming. We have about 15 different shows. Jesse does one called The Beat. We do Uh one together called Portraits. We obviously have This Week. Stand Up, Sit Down. We got some stuff in politics, just as it served. Uh, We also have... uh, um, what else do we got, Justin? We got so many shows. Geek Tech Nerd, Geek Nerd Tech, Fashion Four One One, Reality Check. Women. If you like reality stars, oh, reality Phenomenal check, Women. That's one of my favorites. 
Yes. And we also have a new one, uh, Just Saying. It is with Sheree Fletcher from Hollywood X's and Diane Valentine and also April Daniels. And they have a great show that I think you'll enjoy. They talk about sex, love, and relationships. And that's new to our network, so check that one out as well. And we have BHL Conversations. I sat down with uh, Tamla and David Mann today. Oh, how awesome. I love them. And make sure you guys check out on Bounce TV, April 7th, Man and Wife, new TV show. And it looks hilarious. Mm -hmm. uh, What's her name? Uh, Who played Harriet Winslow? She's going to be on it. Oh, dope. She's funny. Okay. And Tony Rock. So it's a pretty big cast. Nice, nice cast. Sounds like there's a lot of diversity in the yeah. cast. All right, we're going to move on to EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. You like that? Spotlight of the Week. Very good. You like that little safe way into diversity? You like, And I did it right before the EUR Web music came on? All right, well, ba-dum-bum. So we were talking about diversity a few minutes ago, and that's part of this lead conversation we're about to have. It just was pilot season. I'm sure, Leah, you went out for pilot season, I'm sure, this time a lot or several times, or maybe, okay, I'm like, if I think you went out. I did go out. I was fortunate enough to go out. All right, well, for you guys who don't know, pilot season is where all the actors audition for new shows, upcoming shows, um, and it's like, you know, the, the crazy and important time for all actors and producers. So we just came off of pilot season, and apparently diversity has been hitting uh, Hollywood because there are 72 new pilots that are being uh, picked up, and with that, all of them star a black actor in the leading role or supporting role, um, and they all have been ordered. So right now, ABC leads with 14 projects. NBC follows with 13 projects. Um, there's an assortment of a variety of different people that are from A-listers to new actors that have been a part of these projects, but some of the names that are going to the small screen are going to be Mike Epps, Nia Long, Paula Patton, Felicia Rashad, Laverne Cox, Morris Chestnut, Rosario Dawson. Do you guys think that Hollywood is now embracing a lot more diversity? I mean, I figured when I read this that they said that ABC probably, probably would be one of those higher networks that had the majority of new pilots with African Americans, but especially with Shonda Rhimes and all the success she's had. And NBC, I felt like, you know, they were, they were, they're coming up even though they're saying they're number one. But then I thought CBS probably would be next in line as well, somewhere in there. Um, I would love to use the word embracing. Um, I don't know if I believe that they are embracing it rather than realizing that it is a necessity and that it is a cash cow right now because we are thirsty for re- real television. We are yeah. thirsty to see what our life looks like on TV. And when I say our life, I mean our yeah. life as the everyday person who is friends with multicultural people, yeah. people of different shades. We want to see that. And it's funny because... Uh, you know, we watch so much TV, you almost become numb to it. Uh, but I was the other day at a friend's house, and every time I go to my friend's house, it's always like, you know, some a Tyler Perry movie, or it's some all-black cast show. And it's always whenever I go to this friend's house. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, can we watch something different, like something with a little color? Of some, and here I am saying something with a little color. Right. And so it gets to a point of, and, you know, he feels like, well, I want to watch, you know, what, my life, myself on TV. And I was like, well, this is not your life. I hang out with you every day. I don't see you in family situations like this. Like, so I would, I, I'm excited that we're bringing it in. Right now, I think it's more over financial reasons. Sure. But I can accept that because. It's a start. It, it, it's a great way to get people in the door, make America used to it and understand it and realize, hey. 
more roles for more people. That's exactly what it is. It's about money. It's about money. It's just like sports or anything else. They let black people let, let us in, and we're going <laughs> to eat up all of your money. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what I see from it. So I get what you're saying. And just because there is black content available, it doesn't mean that it's relatable to the average black person. Right. You're watching it like, this is for my auntie. This is not for me. We can appreciate it. It's an art to it. But content that's relatable to us, yeah. and it's amazing because it is it is definitely picking up speed. Yeah. So once the, you know the money comes in, the people love that black culture. Yeah. You know, white kids in the middle of nowhere love black culture. So the more it becomes embraced for financial reasons, the more it will have the right outcome. Right. It is what it is. Well, no, hopefully, seventy-two. That's a lot. That's a lot. And now, now, hopefully, too, that the programming is kind of what you were saying about it being more focused on like the middle-income black family. Because we had Lorenz Tate on the show what like yeah. three weeks ago, and we got into the conversation on how with the success of black programming right now, it's it's like two different extremes. Either you're rich, you know, or like in the music hip hop game, like Empire has jumped off and had such a huge success, or you're like lower poverty drug addict kind of that. There's no where's the middle ground family where is the middle income family on television right now and it seems like those are the shows that that are not existing don't get me wrong but blackish they are more <clears throat> they're wealthier. still the, they're still upper chalons yeah. of of we don't have know. a family matters yeah there's no family matters or yeah. even a uh, i forgot the name of the show but it was on um it, it was uh, it was a abc family channel it was a oh. it was Oh gosh, I can't. Lincoln Heights. Lincoln Heights. Like oh, that was yeah. kind of a middle income family, and I think that show did well for a while, and then it. They you were know, supposed vanished. to be hood, though. They had gang members running in and out okay. around there. Yeah. So there's still need, like, we need brand, like a middle, like a, a Moesha. A Moesha. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like, even the Huxtables were upper. Yeah. class. You know what I mean? So we need like the middle. Where's the middle? Like where everybody can relate. Where the Winslows at? Where the Winslows? So, I don't know, but we'll, we'll find about. You know what? I'll take the fact yeah, that we actually are able to get seventy-two. You know. Pilots picked up with African American leads, co-stars supporting. They're big names, and that's just the people who we know. There's lot. There was a lot more to that list. You should go to erweb.com. Yeah, there's tons. Uh, You go to erweb.com, and it gives you a full listing of everyone who's involved in those projects. And it's great for new actors too, who are Mm -hmm. African American, who are now able to get a shot because of the more diversity that's taking place. More diversity taking place in uh, Hollywood. All right, we're going to move on to our last story of the day. Um, (laughs) We are fresh off of what has happened to Michael Brown and we spoke about it last week where uh, obviously the the detective that shot 18-year-old Michael Brown in Ferguson was not he did not receive civil rights uh, incrimination. So his family now is in a civil... Uh, Michael Brown's family is now suing him and the and the city in a civil rights case. Now, what we found out in the last week is that another protest has taken place in Madison, Wisconsin, over the killing of an unarmed 19-year-old young man, African-American. His name is Tony Robinson, and he was shot by a officer by the name of Matt Kinney. And apparently what happened was uh, the police were called, and in reference to a disturbance that was taking place on the streets where a young man was uh, allegedly going around jumping in front of cars, arguing with people. He allegedly had attacked a patron of his um, and the police department received several calls. When the police department got there uh, the officer Matt Kinney went to the apartment where this was supposed to also be have taken place inside um, where the alleged person Tony Robinson had hit someone as well. He walked in, and apparently Tony attacked the police officer, and the police officer shot him four to six times. Um, he 
died, and now the 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 police chief went on record to say that the unarmed the man was unarmed. So this has caused a big uproar in Madison. I mean, we obviously, you know, this we just got off of all the stuff that happened in New York. Obviously, all the stuff that happened in Ferguson, and now there was a the protest, and they were saying Black Lives Matter. Um, they were going around the city, and people are really pissed off about this. They really want some justice to take place with this. Now, the officer has been suspended with pay, um, with and pay? with pay, um, and he was also involved in another incident in 2007 where he actually shot someone as well. Um, it, they said that the the attack was based off of uh, a described as a suicide by a cop but the he was exonerated of any wrongdoing so he Kenny said he has suffered blows to the head um, the case is still under investigation but people are really upset about this and and what do we what are your thoughts about Place this he's now, actually a decorated suspended with pay Oh, uh, I know. That was like remix. Uh, he's uh, he's actually um, I was sure. I was like, uh, here you're talking, but you're <laughs> yeah. not talking. Yeah. Jesus, uh, like, Jesus, 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 finally, I've been Jesus waiting, I've been waiting like, my whole life, all my life, and in the middle of this show, right now, <laughs> I'd be like, it's about time, take me now. So, um, he is a decorated officer. He has got a lot of medals and awards yeah. for like. You know, and and one of the things I think I'm not sure. Don't quote me, but I think it was um, for uniting people. So it's kind of like a shock that this would be the person. Yeah. But the police chief did go on record immediately, being like, "There's no easy way around this." Yeah, he did say that. I'll let you know. He yeah. was an unarmed man. So it's like he's kind of checking his. Um, like we know, it was just wrong. making sure that yes, that but all making the it seem like bases it was are full covered. accident. Mm-hmm. We understand it was wrong. Yeah, you know. This is what has happened. Well, okay. I think I think they I have mean, to do that, but I think what things, happened in Ferguson, I don't necessarily they don't think want to repeat. they didn't, they don't want to repeat that, and right. also they didn't really take responsibility for it in in a lot of ways. So I think I, I applaud the the chief for actually coming forward and saying, you know, listen, this is not going to be an easy case because the man was unarmed. He's mm-hmm. not trying to sugarcoat it, mm-hmm. you know. So sorry, Jess, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, uh, I mean I agree with everything you guys are saying, and I don't know. This is such an off subject. Well, not really, but uh, one of our fans, I wish I. I could remember your name. I apologize. Um, had sent me a message on Facebook. Thank you for that. Um, and as I went to their Facebook page, and I started uh, looking at their Facebook page, I, I didn't understand it at all. And there were just these names on the page. Every post was just one name. I was like, that's so weird. But of course, curiosity, why are you posting one name? I want to Google who that person yeah. is. They were all people murdered. All black uh. men murdered. And so I, that was interesting to see that, um, yeah. and it kind of bring lights to this. Uh, um, just within the stories of, we hear, you know, it was a, a year since the Trayvon Martin, Trayvon thing Martin, Eric Garner, and then the yeah. dress came out, yeah. and it kind of that, you know, the blue or black dress, and that took over the whole social media of, you know, the remembrance of Trayvon, and you know, the, I, that's where I think things like this. We keep the discussion open. We don't get angry about it. You know, to not not blame it, not to say... I mean, get angry about it, but not to to do what we did with the Ferguson. We don't want to take it to a, vi- a violent place where we're throwing it back. I think that it's... We keep the conversation going and, and pushing forward in a positive manner. 
I, I agree with you uh, 50% of that. <laughs> Me too. I'll say 50%. I agree that we should keep the conversation going, keep it positive. I do believe that, you know, especially with Ferguson, we don't want to fall into a situation where we're looting our own businesses, like our own black-owned businesses. That, that, well, that's we what we should be doing. Anybody. We don't want to loot anybody. But, we're not right. but, but as far as getting angry, mm-hmm. though, I, people deserve to be angry at this at this stage. I mean, how can you not be angry? I mean, all we hear now is unarmed, unarmed, unarmed. I mean, when are we going to implement these policies to change how law enforcement handles situations? Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want to be a cop to save my life. I would not want to be in a, in, in a situation where my life is threatened and, and you have to make a rash decision. But on the flip side, there's too many unarmed men, black men that are being killed. It, it, it has to stop. Maybe, but on the other side, maybe it's the media just saying, hey, you know what? We're going to really bring light to these unarmed men or to these Because how many shootings? unarmed but, white men are being killed, too? Like, I, I don't know. That's listen, I'm not taking question. up for them. I'm not taking yeah. it away I'm not taking up for them, but I wonder if the bigger picture is, is it. The media. Let's make sure that we get all the guns off the street so that nobody has guns. And I and on that, I have a problem with. So that's my thing. I feel like it's a way to say, like, at first, see James? You know, like you tell your kid, you know, like, yeah. get in the shower, get in the shower. Referencing my child. You know, like, I need you to go do this. I need you to brush your teeth. I need you to brush your teeth. And then keep bringing up bad incidences of, oh, well, you had your opportunity. You know, I don't know. Just, like, I feel like it's steering. Yeah. I feel like we're being steered to say that ultimately there's no guns. And I feel like this is a way of pushing that forward so that people will get angry enough that it invokes change. And it might not be the change that's right for us. It might be the change that somebody decided they wanted for us. And that's where I have the problem with it. Because it's like, don't confuse this. How many Let's Hispanic men are being shot by, you know... I, I just don't... I don't know these numbers, personally. And that, to me, I, I'm always skeptical about what right, is being Right, but not taking away from any of this stuff. Because we that. clearly know... I've been in the car... I date black men. It's not a secret. When I get pulled over, it, it doesn't matter if I don't even have a license. Keep it real. They give me my card, my ID, everything back. Let me go. If my boyfriend were to get pulled over, it's he's in the back of the cop car with a valid license or like you know handcuffs on sitting in the back chilling why because mm-hmm. he's dark yeah that's it yeah. that's the only reason but it's just that it, what bothers me is uh, and it, you're right it's hard to not get angry and not to react that way but I think by reacting that way we don't see a change you you almost give them more ammo to say oh well look you know They're we, violent. we They're, were willing you know, right. to talk about this but look how you guys you act like animals you act like this so imagine if this kid unarmed kid was acting like that to me how i would you know you never give anybody any type of excuse, any reason to go around the purpose. And the purpose here is people are dying. Yeah. They're people's lives. So if you react with anger, you're giving them a reason to media to say, well, this isn't important right now because look at what's happening here. The protests. Right. The media wasn't even caring about you know who was shot, what happened. It was about these people are rooting, looting and doing all this negative stuff. And, and what now about all the people afraid. who conjured together and built up a movement, a peaceful right. rally? I mean, even Black Lives Matter, yeah. the, the movement Movement is a peaceful move. I participated in LA. It's yep. a very peaceful movement, mm-hmm. you know. And then all that gets swept under the rug because some yeah. assholes decide that they're going to go and try and rob your auntie at the street. That's right. not cool. Right. So everybody needs to be on that same note because nothing else is getting solved. The, the only He's thing is though, person. but I still say I I agree with you in the sense it needs to be a, a bigger picture. Um, it's not just you know obviously black men are being 
taken out by yeah. this, but it's people in general. I'll give you that. I don't know the statistics on non-African Americans, but all I know is what media has put out there for me right now, which is a lot of unarmed black men. And my thing is, it needs to still... We were talking about implementing things. I know it was an expensive bill, but Obama was talking about putting cameras on phones, so... I mean, cameras on police officers, so when they are in a situation where it may be a, a distress or a problem... They're able to track it to see how the officer reacted if if, if they had the the right reason mm-hmm. on how they reacted. So this guy, the, the the thing I have a problem with with this one with Tony is that they're not even saying that he pulled out a knife or pulled out anything to attack the officer. I mean, granted, I mean maybe he was charging the officer and maybe there was a scuffle, but to, can't you shoot him in the arm? Can't you well, shoot can't him in the leg? Remember when we showed? I mean, obviously, there's a difference between a trained police officer and someone. Uh, but remember when we showed that video of the leader right, of the protest? Right, you right. know, the guy didn't pull anything out. He just right. kept walking towards him, and he instantly shot him. Right. You know, so well, I, training needs to be different. Though. Well, no, exa- that's where I come down to it. Is clearly we're not training people. Clearly, it, it's something in the psyche that we're not dealing with. Right. So money needs to be invested there. And you know why aren't the cameras being installed now? So my point would be instead of getting mad and saying, you know what, they're not going to listen to us if we say let's get these cameras on these kid on these guys because of uh, black men are being shot. Okay, well you know what, I also think it'd be great for cameras to be on these police officers because think about the budget cut it would cut. We'd be able to find out you know what's going on behind scenes inside of these headquarters. You know we'd be able to cut back on who's actually really doing work. We can cut you know we can see. Uh, uh, find, we can stop certain drug trades from happening. Uh, there's other things that those can be used for. Yeah. And I hope that we're thinking of all of those things and throwing them out there so it gets to a point where it's like we have to. We, we have, have to. no choice yeah. but to. Because if you're using one example, they're going to beat around the bush. Because that's yeah. all they want to do is beat around the bush. Yeah. Because they want their freedom. Just like we all want our freedom. Yeah. They want theirs. They want their power. Actually, they don't want freedom. They want their power. In a second, everything, every way, every interaction you're going to have is going to be recorded. Mm -hmm. So let's just get it over with. Let's get it over. No privacy. All right. Well, that wraps up our show today. Uh, Jesse, where can your fans find you? At DJ Jesse J. (laughs) Aaliyah, where can your fans find you? All my social media is at Aaliyah, A-L-I-A-K-R-U-Z. Yes. Yes. And you can find me at Dario Kristen on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you watch The Walking Dead, I also do the after show for After Buzz, The Walking Dead, which will be this Sunday at 9 o'clock. Uh, I want to remind everyone to also read and, and vote for the Buzzmeter question, which do you believe in spanking your child? We had a little bit of a conversation about that. No matter today. what age they are. No matter even if, they're, even if they're 30 and won't clean their room like Angie Stone's daughter. <laughs> will you beat that ass? All right. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. From producers Maria Menunos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.